there are enough people out there who bash women period but bash female basketball players every single day and yes. we're having to deal with that and live with that and fight that every single day like don't don't be don't be one of those people what's going on everybody welcome to another edition of queens of the court an odyssey original podcast produced in partnership with the wnba i'm your girl cheryl swoops and i'm jordan robinson Court, court is, is in, in session. session. Yeah, <laughs> I had my gavel close by I, today, so I we're know, good. I, I look forward to that <laughs> every time. Well, that's how, that's how exciting my life is. I, I think this is a great thing to be excited about, and you know, we're recording this on a holiday Monday. Cheryl is, you know, we're we're here. We're here yeah. to talk about it. And it's okay. We always have to come as we are. And um, we're going to bring 100% to talk about the W right now. Always. We are always. here. So, I, I, listen, I'm going to say it right now to you and to everyone else. If you don't hear or feel the same energy from me as always, <laughs> blame, it on the, blame it on the dentist. Blame it on don't, the dentist. Don't blame it on the boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we're starting off with the song, I mean, <laughs> we're starting off great. But this is oh, one gosh. week, full week of the WNBA season. And let's talk about some standings real quick because Aces, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Yeah. 4-0, hot start. The Connecticut Sun sitting at second place in the standings 3-1. and Quick reaction. Are you surprised by that or not? By I the am. sun, the sun, yeah. I really am. Me too. I don't, I don't, I think a lot of people are. Yeah, I don't think, the, I don't think the sun's surprised, but I think a lot of people are. I'm, I'm very surprised. Very, very surprised. Chicago Sky also at three and one and surprised. Surprised by that. <laughs> I think if you ask Ka, Kalia Copper, she is not surprised. She looks of like she not. is on a mission this season so far. Um, and then at the bottom is the Minnesota Lynx, 0-4, which is a really, really tough start. I know that they just lost to the Aces, which, as we can see, they are on a very hot start. So see if they can turn some things around. We'll keep are you su- are you surprised keep by an that? eye out. Or not surprised? No, I think they are trying to figure out an identity. You can just see the, the rotations are new. Everyone's just trying to figure out what their place is in Minnesota. And it, it shows like each quarter <laughs> they're trying to figure it out. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. They're trying to put it together. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to just give a shout out to one team that regardless of record, but a team that I surprisingly enjoyed watching because I didn't know what they'd be like. I'm enjoying watching the sparks. Oh yeah. I, I, and I told her this in AU, but I am a Jordan uh, Sparks, Jordan Canada fan. <laughs> JC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cook. So I'm, I'm enjoying. And then you throw your vets in there, Shanae and Neka. Like, well, they I'm, just I'm, went to Vegas. They just played the Aces back to back. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that game. 
the second right one. the second one we're gonna talk about it from the aces standpoint because that was their ring ceremony but it was really rough for the la sparks um yeah like half of the team was out with a non-covid illness they lost the to the aces 93 65 chenea jc jordan canada Lasia claridon so many players were out that injury report just shocked me as it came across my social feed i was like okay who who's gonna play for us um, i really i really thought it was like a misprint or something i, I know was like, what who's playing what are we doing are we canceling the game it was are yeah, we canceling that, the game yeah. that was a lot of the comments so i'm glad that we found some players to play um carly samuelson had a had a great game that game but she got some minutes i think it's good for a lot of the players to just kind of that was a practice game just to get some shots up get into the offense because the aces i mean they look like they haven't missed a beat and they got their rings on sunday on saturday sorry um just to give some context of why all of the spotlight was on this moment even more so than them hanging in the banner and giving rings Mm -hmm. but After serving a two-game suspension, head coach Becky Hammond was back on the sidelines and was included in the ceremony. De'Erica Hamby, who was traded in January and accused the Aces of treating her unethically as a result of her pregnancy, was also there because the Aces were playing the Sparks. The WNBA investigation that followed resulted in Hammond's suspension. Hamby received a very warm welcome from the Aces crowd, which was really nice to see and to hear She hugged Kathy Engelbert and the owner, the Aces owner, Mark Davis, but she did not interact with Hammond or stand with the Aces when the banner was unveiled. I wasn't expecting her to do those things. Um, That's not her team anymore, but it was a little, it was a little awkward, but I'm happy to hear this is what, you know, Asia Wilson, who is the leader of this Aces team, she came out and made a comment about Dierica Hamby. This is what she had to say. I mean, it does. And I mean, whatever that may look like, I feel like it was a great moment for her to have and a great moment for us to share with her. We don't we don't win that ring without D. Uh, I'm not going to not say that because it's true. Uh, so it's very great that she can have that and share that moment uh, with her two children and her mom and her sister there. And it was uh, really good to see her. What were your thoughts? I think that was a very... It was a great comment, and they went out to went on to win the game handedly. So, how do you feel? Um, first of all, can you say Hollywood? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Asia, glass, huh? right? <laughs> um, but seriously though, I it was good to hear from Asia, and and I can't say I'm surprised. But at the end of the day, you move on. Right. Like yeah. Dierica is now with a new team. So to your point, no, I didn't expect her to stand with the team. Definitely didn't expect her to have any type of interaction with, with Becky. Um, but the fact that she, to Asia's point, the fact that she was there, she was in the building, got to celebrate it with both of her kids. Um, mm-hmm. Like those are special moments that you don't really, you don't get to do a lot. You don't get to celebrate a lot. So you want to make the most of it. So I was just happy that she was able to be there and celebrate. And unfortunately, not only did they not get the win, they got spanked. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't good for the Sparks. Not, not at all. But for the Aces, Mm-mm. 
they had Anita Baker singing the national anthem before the game because of Sidney Colson's tweet from years ago. They that came into fruition. They had a <laughs> amazing atmosphere and crowd there. Their ring, I had to note it, 561 diamonds on that ring. It's one of the most expensive championship rings to date that they've had. Oh, so, oh really? Yes. But as you, who have won many of rings and um, are a champion, what is kind of that ring ceremony like? What is, how does that feel? And then you have to play a game after. I know that that sometimes can be tricky, but the Aces handle business. Oh, no. Like, that's the best time to play. Because it's like your time to remind everybody, not just that team you're playing, but to remind everybody. Like, put them on notice. This is what we did last year, and we're mm -hmm. coming back for another one this year. Like, I, I just remember every time we had our ring ceremony, it always was like, all right, this is great. We did it last year. Give me my ring. Let me look at it. And then it was all about business because last year was last year. And you know that everybody is coming for you. Mm -hmm. So I just, just reminiscing and thinking about it. First of all, I'm a little salty about the ring, listening to what you said. <laughs> All those diamonds. Sorry. Okay. Well, Mark Mark Davis wasn't our owner. But, I know. Uh, anyway. there, there you go. Um, no, like it's 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 a great moment. The the thing is, you hate to be the team that's playing the team receiving their rings, mm -hmm. regardless of who it is, because you know what the celebration is going to be like, and you know they're going to bring it. And it just so happens to be that unfortunately, the Sparks had to play the Aces on their ring night without their squad pretty much yeah that that's what didn't that that was just really unfortunate but it, i think it's safe to say the aces uh they look pretty good i i mean you have that yeah. ring ceremony we're reminded of how great they are and then the game starts and then you're quickly reminded that oh candace parker is a part of this team now yeah that doesn't seem fair yeah. no it doesn't <laughs> One thing for anybody out there who listen, I'm I'm a huge Anita Anita Baker fan. Oh, love, me too. love, love Anita Baker. But for those of you that may not have seen it, you have to go check out Sid Colson singing Anita Baker. I'm not gonna say if it was good, bad, or whatever. Just you just gotta go listen. I love me some Sid Colson. Great too. entertainment. You gotta go check out Sid singing Anita Baker. Oh, it's it's perfection. Sydney Colson singing Anita Baker will forever be in my mind. She's actually a pretty good singer. Well, congrats to the Aces. They have a banner hanging in Michelob Ultra Arena now, um, which is so cool. And it, I mean, it's looking like there's going to be another one hanging there pretty soon. Pretty soon. Um, I mean, you know, there are probably a few teams that have something to say about it. But based off of what I've seen in four games, and, and you know what? I want to also add this. A couple of those games, I didn't think the Aces played very well. And they still and, pulled yeah. it out a win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. They had some down moments or, or maybe taking a couple plays off, but – they still pulled it out. I mean, a Jackie Young 30-piece, I feel like Jackie Young hasn't even been <laughs> in that mix yet of what we're talking about. But, no, she's been killing it. They oh, gosh, yeah, Jackie Young. I'm, oh, 
The aces look like the aces. Yeah, they do. So just a little entertainment for the people, since I told them to go check it out. Let's just give them a little taste of what Sid Colson, um, what Sid Colson did. Do plenty of room. Do I apologize? Do I apologize? I apologize. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Operator. Yeah. And my best is here. This is perfect. Uh, God couldn't give me a better gift. Don't leave, Chels. Don't leave. Come on. Don't leave, KB. Come on. No operator. My baby on the line, cause just the other night, we had a horrible fight. I admit that I, I was out of control, but I still love my man with my body and soul. The road gets rough, you say things you should not say. But I never meant to treat my baby that way. I apologize. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Damn. Incredible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Listen, she was on beat. I like the big old. I know. I mean, okay, it wouldn't be Anita Baker if you didn't do that. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I must have watched that 10 times. And I heard something different every time. That's, listen, that's why I love me some Sid Colson. Not only the that's reason, a talent. Not the only reason why, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. I needed that in my life. Oh, well, that is perfect. That is a great way to cap off <laughs> talking about the aces for this episode. Sid, please come on and sing us more Anita Baker specifically to us. That is our request. Um, Okay, well, another team we wanted to talk about, or another game, really, is the Fever versus Atlanta, which went down to the wire. The Fever beat the Dream 90-87 to on Sunday. But, Cheryl, this was not only just another win in the win column for the Fever. For the first time in nearly a year, the Indiana Fever won a game. That just doesn't even sound right. I, I'm going to be totally honest. When I saw that our producer, Alex, put that in the rundown, I thought she didn't finish the sentence. <laughs> I thought it was like the Indiana Fever won a game. Like, I, I was like, oh, you meant you forgot something here. No, the last time they won was June 19th, 2022 against the Chicago Sky. It doesn't seem real. crazy. I know I'm the same way. When I saw it, I was like, I started digging, doing some research. I was like, can't be. No. It can't be right. That ended a 20-game losing streak, which tied for the longest in WNBA history. And Melissa Smith led the team, 23 points, 13 rebounds. We already talked about Melissa Smith and how she was going to come out this year. So that was really exciting. Aaliyah Boston recorded 13 points and 7 rebounds. But as we're talking about the fever, there was there was a lot of WNBA Twitter drama over the weekend. A lot. 
We're not going to get into all of it because we don't have the time nor the patience. But one tweet. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. One tweet that we do want to focus on was from Sunday. It was tweeted by M, a reporter for the next hoops. And it was a video of Lexi Hole shooting an air ball, which we've all shot in our lives. But the tweet said the fever could have had Taylor Mike sell. Instead, they chose this. And it showed the video of Lexi Hole. Now, Cheryl, you commented directly on the tweet. But what when you saw that, what was your initial reaction and kind of how did that tweet make you feel? So I, I saw it and I saw everybody else commenting. And you know what's crazy is that I'm actually getting emotional just thinking about it because how dare you? I know. That's how that's how I felt, right? Um, and I I tried to go on to something else and I kept coming back to it. And when I looked at the video, I honestly was like, really? Like, this is what we're doing. You're supposed to be someone that's promoting the game. And, you know, I I don't even want to get into all of that. But how dare you? So here's my thing. I have the opportunity, like, watch Lexi Hall play in college. Have the opportunity to, to watch her play at AU. And really gained a lot of respect for who she is as a player. Lexi Hall plays both ends of the floor mm-hmm. exceptionally well. Like she's going to defend. She wants to guard the best, the best player. She's going to rebound. She can score the basketball. Like, like she pl- plays both ends of the floor, which is very rare nowadays because not a lot of players do that. And she takes a lot of pride in her game. My thing is this, of all the things you could find to talk about the game, you want to go find a clip of her shooting an air ball. Mm-hmm. So the, the next question I ask is, what, what do you do? No, because like, like don't, don't come for someone doing their job and she does her job very well. Yes. The, the, the best of us, the best of them have shot air balls. Right? Like it's an air ball. That's that's the clip you wanted to find to post and say had got this instead. And so my tweet was I, I said stop it, right? Because I really wanted yeah. to say something else, but I was just like, like, stop that. Like, don't do that. Don't Lexi, do that. Lexi, yeah. Lexi Hall is exactly where Lexi Hall is supposed to be, doing mm-hmm. what Lexi Hall is supposed to be doing. Now, I'm not upset that you would rather ha- see another player, right? Because everybody has their favorites, your fan. But don't don't discredit somebody else because your your player or the player you wanted to see isn't on the team. Like mm-hmm. we we have to be better than that. There are enough people out there who bash women, period, but bash female basketball players every single day. And yes. we're having to deal with that and live with that and fight that every single day. Like mm-hmm. don't don't be don't be one of those people. Mm-hmm. That that was my thought, especially as I, I think my first thought was how unprofessional this is. That and too. I think as a WNBA reporter or somebody who, you know, as myself, who considers uh, you kind of have to be an ambassador for this league. And so mm-hmm. by showing that type of video or saying that type of comment, it does nothing 
Like that does nothing for anyone. Uh, it's not saying that you're a better shooter than Lexi Hole or Taylor Mikesell isn't going to shoot an air ball because everybody is is capable of shooting Listen, an air ball. We all shooting, have. Jordan, shooting air balls is part of basketball. Yes. Her, turning the ball over is part of basketball. It is. And it, Taylor Mikesell like, so responded. Yeah, uh, Taylor Mikesell responded and said, Lexi is a great player and a phenomenal person. This is completely unnecessary. She earned that spot and is more than deserving. And, you know, this has gotten, I mean, there's like over 100 quote tweets of everyone just saying how they are disapproving of this and standing up for Lexi. But I think more than that, it was, it, it was unnecessary. It was uncalled for. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it really... Stri like moves the needle on the WNBA, on no. Lexi Hole, on the Fever, no. on anything else. So this yeah, was a know. clip taking from that Atlanta Dream game, and Lexi is going to go on to make plenty more shots and do amazing more things. Yeah, for you know, sorry because I, I definitely want to move on, but I, I think my question is like, like what were you hoping to gain? Yeah, by posting that video of her shooting an air ball i don't know it just girl it got me where it just got my blood boiling didn't leave a great taste in your mouth uh, at all because it's it yeah it just wasn't good wmba twitter was on fire it's week one of the wmba let's not compare this is another thing then we're gonna move on last thing i think from the media, and this happens so much on the NBA side, um, we get in this comparison game where we're not thinking about the players as people. We're just saying, well, stat for stat or shot for shot or turnover for turnover, this player is going to do better than this player. And you're not really considering them as a person or what that would do. Um, to them, if you did post one of their flawed things, Lexi Hole's dad had to get involved on Twitter. Like we, it, it doesn't add anything. And I think it's so easy because that is very much a thing on the NBA. Oh, look at this person's on Shaq and a fool. Look at all their errors that they've made. And it's like, why, <laughs> why, why does, what does that add for anything? But we'll leave it there. Um, please yeah, go, we could on. go on and on. We could go on. We can go on and on and on. There's more that happened on WNBA Twitter, but make sure to just subscribe and, and look at everything on WNBA Twitter because it's always spicy. That's one thing that WNBA Twitter <laughs> will always bring. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Atlanta Dream head coach, Tanisha Wright. Welcome back to Queens of the Court. Let's start with some sound from head coach Tanisha Wright. This was a question asked from Gabriella Lewis from the Next Hoops about Letitia Amir's playing time. This is what Coach Wright had to say. No, I mean, L.A. is a, is a rookie, right? And um, she's still trying to figure it out as well. Um, but we have great players, you know what I mean, that play significant minutes for, for us last year. Um, and did well for us last year. You know what I mean? LA's doing exactly what we're asking her to do. She's not, um, it's no fault of her own because she's doing exactly what we're asking her to do. So are the other ones. <laughs> you know what I mean? So are the other ones. So it's just the nature of the business. You know what I mean? I, I, 
I'm not sure where we've gotten to a point where we just expect that kids are going to come in and automatically play. You know what I mean? Like, like they've been here for years. She's been here for years. She has an extra year under her belt now. Experience. Like that. I didn't play as a rookie at all. <laughs> throwing that out there. Right? And she's nine years in. And the first half of the season, Nas had DMPs. You know what I'm saying? It's just the nature of the business, you know? And like I said, it's no knock to LA. It's just like she has people ahead of her that um, have the experience and that are playing and they, and they're also doing what we're asking. So it's just, it could just be a wait your turn, right? I mean, CP, I didn't play that much my rookie year either. You know what I mean? And I had a great 14 year career after that. So that's just the nature of the business. I know people keep wanting to know, and I know South Carolina fans really want to know <laughs> what's going on with, uh, with LA nothing LA is doing exactly what we're asking her to do she comes in every day she works her butt off every single day and she does what we ask her to do and we expect that because she's a part of this team very very well said that was that was a gavel drop that was a gavel drop <laughs> that yeah. was a gavel drop that was coach uh Tanisha Wright with Cheyenne Parker and Naz Hillman after the loss uh to the Indiana Fever and um yeah, I think this is a conversation about expectation because there's one conversation about, okay, all these rookies have to make a roster. How are you waving all these rookies? Letitia Amir made the team, but that does not mean that she is going to be the face of this core group that is very talented. She's going to contribute in ways that she can, and I think a lot of people had, maybe they just don't get that. If you're not a real hooper, you don't know. Uh. So there's a lot I got to say about this. So here's my thing. You know this. And for anyone or everyone who's going to listen, if they didn't know, they're going to know now. Like, don't come for for any South Carolina Gamecocks, especially the coach, Don Staley, because, you know, like, I'm ride or die. I, I got you. This particular one, I'm I'm there with Coach T. And it's, it's not to take anything away from L.A. It's right. not to say that she's not good enough. I mean, she's an Olympian, right? Yeah, here's, here's great. The thing. Here's, here's the thing, to Tanisha's point, and I can't say it any better than she did. You're still a rookie. Mm-hmm. And, and I know there are squads that rookies, they play. But to her point, when she's like, L.A. is doing everything we're asking her to do, but so is everybody else. Yeah. Right? So until you can come in and basically beat somebody out of a spot, go take somebody's job, this is your role on this team, right? Mm-hmm. And so her role on the team, and I'm, and I'm sure Tanisha and Barb Turner, I'm sure they've had conversations with LA and said, here's what we need from you. And LA's doing those things. But her, her moment for being on the floor right now is not right now. Yeah. Who's to, who's to say that halfway through the season, it won't be different. That that's, I, I hate saying like coach Tanisha said, but she said it like, mm-hmm. that's just the nature of this business right now or, or sports period. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of rookies that can come into a professional league and, and we'll say the W in particular 
and not only start, but play a significant amount of minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it's the it's totally different being a professional than it is being a collegiate player. The the competition is better, the speed is quicker, the systems are di- like there's so much that you have to learn besides just your ability to shoot the basketball, right? right. And so I look at it and say she's on a squad. And and it's not to take anything away from anybody else like Brie Bill is not on a squad, right? right. So th- there that's a different argument. But LA is she's on a team, she's on a really good team. And she's she to me, she's getting an opportunity to learn from some really good players in front of her so that when her number is called, because her number will be called, yes. she'll be ready to go and produce. Mm-hmm. Right. Because here's the other thing. Sorry, because I know I said I had a lot because here's the other thing. Do you want do you want to put her in a game or in a situation where she's not ready and that destroys her confidence? Yeah. Right, because then it's that's a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a you know it's 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 a transition. It's a a learning process. It's a growth process. It's there's so much that goes into it besides just your talent. And so Mm -hmm. I love when Tanisha said she's doing all the things we're asking her to do, but so is everybody else. And at the end of the day, she is a part of this team. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's 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 tough because you always know that that your fans and listen and South Carolina fans, girl, they ride I hard. Mean. You know what I mean? And so, so hard. yeah, I'm sure they're like, listen, we came out to watch this game and LA ain't even playing. Mm-hmm. And I know that had to be, I know that had to be difficult. And also, I think it's a great problem to have. If you're coach T, like you're saying, I have so much talent um, that L.A. is going to bring something when she needs to bring it. And her number will be called. And I think it's, again, going back to that comparison game, especially if you are a South Carolina fan. You're like, okay, Zaya Cook came off the bench and had an amazing first game and had 14 points and Don was in the crowd. And that was so much fun. Is everybody going to get that moment? Aaliyah Boston has had a great start to the season and I don't want that comparison. Not everybody's journey is that my favorite thing that coach T said in that comment was she didn't play a lot as a rookie and she played 14 years in the league. That's what you want. Yeah. You do yeah. not want to play or or peak in your first year in the WNBA. You want longevity. So it's not well, always how you start or it's not a knock of what your career is going to be if you're not playing right now. Yeah, Jordan. It also de- depends on where you go, right? Like always. what team what team are you going to? Here's my yes. thing. They're off- and I say this to players all the time. There, there obviously was something that Coach T and her staff saw in LA to make them say, we want her, mm-hmm. right? So I'm looking at these notes. Her career starts in South Carolina four. Do you know how many players have made WNBA rosters who weren't really starters right. in college? In college? <laughs> that says so much about who she is as a player. Yeah, it says so much yeah. about her. It also says a lot about the coach she played for, Don mm-hmm. Staley. And I said this in another episode. 
like Dawn has played before. She she's she's been in the league as a player, not just a player, but as a point guard. So she definitely gets it. So she's one of those player coaches that knows what it takes and knows how to prepare her players for the next level. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't had an opportunity to to speak with Dawn or to speak to LA, but I I would be willing to bet Dawn has had a conversation with her. Like just just wait oh, your yeah. turn. Wait, wait your time. time. Your moment will come. And when your moment comes, you shine bright. Shine bright like a diamond. Ooh. Sydney was singing, so I had to put a little bit in there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is your second time we broke out into song this episode. I didn't break yes. out. I didn't break out. I didn't break out. It just it just hit me. It just hit me. Yeah, but you know, I just I I, I want I want LA to stay like confident in in who she is and her ability and you know there's no other way to put it besides to say if she wasn't good enough she wouldn't have made the roster she wouldn't have been she wouldn't be there and you are you are she is there for a reason and I kind of want to broaden this out to all rookies that have made a team and maybe are like okay I'm the drop is so different we talked about this before between college and the pros and when you were the star Maybe you were the star of your team in college. And you, I think of someone like Maddie Segrist. She led the nation in scoring. And she's coming off the bench and barely getting minutes in Dallas. You know what I mean? Like, there Mm -hmm. is a difference. And I hope that four games into the season that we are not putting all of our stock in, oh, okay, L.A. hasn't played, so... There's goes her rookie season. Like yeah. there's still so much time left. We just talked, we talked about the sparks a little bit ago. Ray Burrell got waived. They called her back already because players couldn't play. So you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, just stay so ready. I don't stay ready. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. You ain't got to get ready. Jordan, tell him. LA is going to be fine. She's going to be great. And I mean, week one has brought so much already. I just, I just love this league. I love everything about it. It's going to so be so good. It's so good. So competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some games this week? Let me look up that you have kind of circled on your calendar. Let's see. What do we have? We have the sky and the dream. Okay. That's going to be a good one. Oh, Stewie goes back to Seattle. Ooh. Tuesday. That yeah. Seattle is those yeah. are gonna be some tears shed. Yeah. They missed their Stewie. <laughs> that's gonna be a good one. That's gonna, that's gonna be, be real good. interesting too. Yes, that'll be that's gonna be interesting because I I saw a few tweets from some uh, Seattle Storm fans and they weren't liking some of the stuff that Stewie said in one of her interviews. So, oh, it, it'll be interesting to see how. Oh, I, that she made the gonna, right choice. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. just the stat. Like in the stomach, they're like, "We're already right? hurting, Stewie." Why? Somebody said. Somebody <laughs> said she could have just easily said, "I'm happy to be here." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we all like, saw that video. Stewie was feeling herself. There was no was. coming down off of no, that cloud. <laughs> she was, and, and she should be because Stewie is balling right now. She's balling, girl. She's keep balling. doing so it. That's that's gonna be a good one. I'm sure we'll we'll talk about that one. Uh, later but if you are loving queens of the court because i know you are 
Please follow, rate, and review the show. It's available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to tell your fellow WNBA fans about us, too. And if there's anything, I guess anything, you want to hear us discuss, let us know on social media. You can find me at Airswoops22 and Jordan. Oh, y'all, she's got a brand new handle. Let me get this right. She's now at Hey Jordan R. <laughs> Is that correct? <laughs> uh, okay, I need to clip that and and just make sure it is only said exactly like that. Yeah, we're hey, leaning all the way into the in the Robinson. We're leaning all the way in. See, because did you see my tweet when I said, "Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson." Okay, that's it. That's all you get. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love it. Can we get stickers of all the songs? We need it. No, I do. I love it. Love it. I love Thank it. You. Thank Mrs. You. Robinson. Thanks. That's me. And we also have a brand new listener email address. You can send us questions or feedback at queensofthecourt at odyssey.com. Queens of the Court is an Odyssey original created in partnership with the WNBA. The show is produced by Alex Ozzy. The executive producer is Lena Moss Glazer. Social media assistance from Isabella Apple. Imaging from T-Storm Battle. And Court is, is adjourned. adjourned. Have a great week, everybody!